everyone, and welcome to Centennial College's COVID Conversations podcast, where we listen to stories from young people across the GTA about the ways the global pandemic has affected their lives. We will consult with experts for advice on how young people can navigate the most important issues that they're facing today, while still keeping safe during the pandemic and following government guidelines. In this podcast, we will discuss the best health and wellness tips and practices for coping with stress and anxiety during the pandemic. From February 11th to 16th, our team conducted a survey to discover how young people across the GTA were coping with COVID-19 and how they were navigating the global pandemic. Over 60% of respondents said their mental health and wellness had been severely impacted due to the pandemic, and we found out that many of our respondents were unable to get the help they needed to manage their stress and anxiety. Featured on today's podcast will be my teammate, Vanessa Tolentino, and our anonymous guest, our health and wellness expert, Bindia Darshan. My name is Vanessa Tolentino, and I'm here with our anonymous guest for today's podcast. He is a 25-year-old male who is an essential worker as well as a musician. So why don't you tell us how COVID-19 has impacted your life? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely changed it. I guess that's how it goes for most people. But, um, uh, as far as work goes, I'm definitely a lot more busy than I used to be. Um, and, uh, Honestly, the whole routine of it all, of just working and coming back home, doing nothing, that kind of, yeah, it's been not great, but honestly, I'm very lucky to be still working. There's so many people not working right now, of course. Um, But yeah, I guess as for my music, that's pretty much been put on hold. Um, Pretty upset about it. It's it's really what I enjoy doing. but yeah, we haven't been able to play any shows, anything like that. Uh, we're not really sure when we will be able when we will uh, be able to. But yeah, I've I've really been missing just being able to do that, play music with my friends, and you know, play shows with my friends, and just see my friends. Um, yeah, other than that, on a more I guess serious note, my my family or. Pretty much my entire family got COVID uh, in the past. I believe it was January when they uh, when they all got the diagnosis. But um, yeah, um, luckily my my grandmother was fine. My brother and sister were okay. My mom was on oxygen for a little bit, um, so she wasn't doing too well. But you know, thankfully she got out of it. Um, However, my grandfather is kind of uh, getting it the worst. He's He's been on a ventilator for about three weeks at this point. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of up in the air right now. Like, anything could happen. And it's been pretty stressful for me and my family. But, I don't know. It's uh, It's been interesting, that's for sure. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about your grandfather, obviously, and your family. It's really good that no one got... You know, like, no one else really got sick, and obviously it's really stressful to kind of just be sitting in the dark and kind of, you know, figuring it out day by day, not really being able to visit. Yeah. Um, so hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, you know, we'll have, a, like, more news on it. Yeah. Um, I would like to see my family. Like, yeah, it's been sure. quite a while since they've been sick, and, you know, still, uh, even though they, they claim to be immune, it's kind of... You know, still pretty concerning just going over there. My uh, my sister's boyfriend still visits once in a while, and I don't want him to get it from me or anything because I am working. 
Um, just taking it day by day, I guess. So in terms of stuff that you've been dealing with, what do you think, or what would you consider the most stressful? Like, what do you worry about most on a day-to-day basis? Uh, I mean, I guess mainly um, the condition of my grandfather, of course. Just, it's, he hasn't been really improving, but he also hasn't gotten worse. So it's kind of like, it could really go either way. Other than that, um, you know, concerns with, where the world where uh, the world will be after all of this like concerning like the economy um you know like a lot of the businesses i like to support personally like comic book stores like i'm not sure what's going to happen with that um music venues is a big thing for me like i have a lot of good memories at a lot of these venues and a lot of them are starting to close or like they're in deep trouble and it's just you know i it's kind of depressing like you know, it's been really sad just seeing places that I really used to enjoy just starting to close and just knowing I won't be able to ever go back there again. And, you know, the people that have lost, obviously lost their jobs because of that. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just been pretty much that, just worrying about my grandfather and worrying about where, we're, where we, will, uh, we will be. And so have you, like, tried doing anything? Like, do you have any specific coping mechanisms when you know dealing with the stress that you have <laughs> any like routines or something that you do kind of just to like get your mind off of things uh i do like to spend money on things i don't need sometimes <laughs> i mean um I, I think a big thing for me is like just having something that i can focus my time into i've been still working on music just on my own trying to learn i've been trying to learn new instruments and stuff um which, you know, this time, this time, uh, I guess extra time has been really good for me to just be able to learn new things. And, um, you know, I'm a big collector. I like to collect stuff and just, you know, having that stuff kind of keeps me sane, I guess. Um, I, I luckily, I live with my girlfriend. Um, so I get to see her pretty much every day. And I know some people aren't able to really see their significant others and it that really sucks. <laughs> I can't imagine not being able to see her, like especially with all what's going on. Um, yeah, just you know, finding stuff to do. It's been difficult, but you know, got to do it. Have you been, you know, in the time that you've kind of been at home? Have you been like keeping up with your friends or anything? Like I know you said you missed, you know, playing music with friends, and obviously, like music is such a big um, part of you know your life and. You know, I'm sure everyone can relate that, like, you know, going to shows and going to concerts is so much different from, like, what we've kind of adjusted to now. Like, I know a lot of people are doing live streams and stuff, but have you been able to kind of, like, f- like form a support system? Uh, yeah, like, I, I still talk to my friends pretty regularly. Uh, we talk online. We play video games online. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly... I kind of broke a couple rules back in summertime and I saw them when I probably shouldn't have. So, you know, everything turned out okay, but I, you know, I definitely know that wasn't cool, but I think everyone's kind of doing that right now, I guess. Like everyone's just dying to see people and it's, you know, a year, more than a year of not seeing anyone that you love will really start to get to you. Right. So, but yeah, it's been, it's been good. We've just been talking online, supporting each other. Everyone's kind of going through their own thing. 
funny enough, a lot of us are actually essential workers, so we don't really have to worry too much about that, you know, thank God. But yeah, it's been okay. Well, that's good. At least there's that. Um, so for our expert, do you have any questions regarding like, you know, kind of any advice that you'd want specifically? Myself? Yeah. Um, I guess just advice on how to deal with stress and like anxiety, depression. Like I've, I've definitely, I've never personally been diagnosed with depression, but I, you know, like I, I feel like I've gone through a couple of episodes in my life and definitely when this first started was like probably the worst one I've had since 2017, I'd say. Um, so I guess just tips on like how to just stay sane through all of this, like the, the whole, uh, just never ending cycle of like, go to work, go home, do nothing, do nothing on the weekends, like losing track of time and days. And like, uh, I guess I would like to ask just how, how I can just cope with that and just and be able to accept that things will be different after this and like let go of what you know our preconceived notion of what normal was because I guess we're really never quite going to go back to that at least not for a while so I guess just uh yeah just advice on how to deal with that would be huge for me because it's been pretty tough well we can definitely see if our expert has the answers to your question um, but in the meantime, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. I hope that the advice will prove useful. Yeah. And too. of course, if you have any other questions, COVID Conversations is here. Mm -hmm. Can drop us a message anytime. Yeah. Thanks so awesome. much. No worries. Thanks for having me. Now that we have heard from our anonymous guest, we are very excited to introduce our expert who will be sort of providing her insight and provide advice to what our anonymous guest kind of was asking. So I'm very happy to introduce Bindia Darshan to our podcast. Uh, she is a health and wellness coordinator with Centennial College. So um, if you wanted, would you be able to tell us a little bit about your background with health and wellness? Sure, definitely. So as you mentioned, I'm the health and wellness education coordinator at Centennial College. So my job really focuses on developing, implementing, and assessing different initiatives to support student mental health and well-being. Um, apart from that, I'm also a registered occupational therapist. So as an OT, I really focus on helping students build independence and improve their quality of life. And I find being a healthcare professional with that lens helps me understand students better and ways to really implement health and wellness. Amazing. Thank you. So like, let me say again, thank you so much for coming on today. We're definitely privileged to have somebody with so much experience to be able to advise our podcast. Um, so I guess going into the first question that our respondent um, had within his little story, I know he was kind of concerned about like coping with the idea that after the pandemic, everything is probably going to be different. I know a lot of people kind of are anticipating this whole, oh, we're going to go back to normal, but like going like going off of you know past kind of international crises events like things aren't really going to go back to what we had like gone used to before so is there any advice you would have in terms of just kind of like shifting a mindset or trying to kind of like quell that stress that they may have 
That's like an excellent question. It's a million dollar question that we're all kind of having to navigate, right? Like how do we readjust? Um, I think what helps me and, and helps other students is really um, trying to foster a sense of hope. And I think you get that by reflecting on this scenario a little bit more, right? You know, I think at times it definitely feels like we've been at home for the last year, nothing has changed and, you know, we're not really progressing, but in reality, like uh, we're at a different stage than we were, you know, a year ago. A year ago, we really didn't know what was gonna happen, what was gonna happen with people, how countries would survive this. And we've been able to somewhat maintain an economy, somewhat support people, been able to produce a vaccine, which is now being rolled out. You know, recently areas in Ontario have been cleared, you know, to move forward into different zones. So I think when you look at the little milestones, you can see that we are progressing forward and why, and it might look different than, you know, how it used to be. But I think the things that we love in terms of spending time with one another and hopefully going back to travel, it will happen. It just might take a little bit of time. Definitely. That's like great advice. I'm always kind of like, let's be positive. Let's be positive. Like it's not all doom and gloom at the end of the day. So it's good. Like, you know, when you said reflecting, definitely, especially since we have all of this time, you know, before the pandemic was kind of like, go, go, go to the next thing, to the next thing. So I think your advice, like taking the time to reflect is super important for, for anyone, even if they're not super stressed about this situation specifically. Um, so our next question is, do you have any best practices like in general for dealing with stress? Yeah, so I think with stress, like there are so many evidence-based ways of dealing with stress. I think, again, it comes to, you know, first figuring out like what is your way of dealing with stress? How do you best cope? And that can kind of give you some insight into how you want to go about it. Um, when we're talking about evidence-based ways that have been proven to help with stress, you know, these are things like finding time for exercise, finding time for some meditation, um, making sure that you lean on people when you need to. So there are a lot of things that people have continuously been done. And um, I think, you know, part of dealing with stress is really having that sense of commitment to a routine, right? Um, and sometimes routines can get boring, but um, then it's a time to think creatively about what can you change in your routine so that it's still fresh, it's still exciting for you to use, and that it's going to sustain you. I'm a really big advocate of finding an approach that works for you and being flexible, being kind of willing to change that so that you're able to respond with resilience. That's so true. Like, I like to say, like, be flexible, because I know a lot of people might go online and they might look up like how to deal with stress and then the first results might not work for them and they might kind of resign themselves to like oh nothing can ever help but it's really like a process of just trying to like try different things and be open to different things I know personally like I was like okay so now I'm in school and now I do work because I used to work even during when like everything was shut down I was still working for a while and then once that was gone I was kind of stuck in a void of like I've never really had this much free time since before high school. So it was kind of relearning a new routine for a new like kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I think there's benefits to that, right? Like in a new 
space where you have free time, but that could be a great opportunity for you to try something that you never had time to do, mm. you know? So sometimes it's just being creative. And I know sometimes that can be a challenge, but talking it through with people that you love and others can help you kind of figure out what your next step is. Right, exactly. I know like the importance of having like a support mm-hmm. system. I know even though people might not be able to, you know, physically see people, there are so many options now to like kind of connect with people online. I know like obviously there's Zoom and then there's other kind of like games you can play with people online. So just a matter of trying to see like if the shoe fits, just keep mm-hmm. on trying something new. Definitely. Um, so the next question is how can people manage like kind of overthinking or getting stuck in negative thoughts, especially, you know, since we were talking about routine, like sometimes you might really get trapped in thinking like, well, this is it, like, this is just life. So how can you try to spin your like day to day to make it be a little bit more positive? I think part of that, you know, it comes with practice, right? So um, there is a study done 20 years ago at Harvard University that talked about using Tetris. So essentially they recruited a bunch of different volunteers and they asked them to play Tetris um, multiple times in the day for a short, you know, for about a week. And then when they asked those participants to come back and asked, you know, how was your experience playing Tetris all the time? Those participants talked about, you know what, I was seeing shapes all the time. Like they'd go to sleep and they'd play Tetris in their mind. They'd walk down the city and they'd try to line up different buildings. So what those researchers kind of took from that study was that you can train your brain to, you know, see different patterns. So using that analogy, you can train your brain to practice more gratitude and to think positively, right? It's a practice. So, you know, if you practice gratitude in terms of identifying what went well in your day or noticing three good things, it's going to be becoming of a habit and that is you know going to get better with time and then that could actually help you in terms of having a more positive mindset that supports you um but you know i also recognize that that might not work for everybody and in those cases always great to connect with a healthcare professional or other resources to find something that works for you well that's so interesting i I can only imagine if you're like playing tetris and you're just walking down the street like looking at buildings that's so funny but it's definitely true. I know I've been hearing and kind of like reading a lot about, you know, people trying to like manifest like the best, you know, the best lifestyle for themselves, even if it's just like every day you kind of sit down and you're like, okay, I want this to happen for me. Eventually, like you'll kind of subconsciously start heading towards the direction you want to go into. So I know some people like, it's really hard for them to start just, you know, it's not like a switch where they could be like on and off, like I'm positive. Now I'm negative. I'm positive. Like, so when you said like start with just three things, it's a really it's a really like doable and easy way to kind of just realize the stuff that we're grateful for, even if it's not like even if they're not really huge things, like they still count, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the point of it. You know, it should be big or small. Sometimes it's just I have a nice cup of tea every morning and I just enjoy that, or I went for a walk today. You know, I don't think we do a, a, a good enough job of celebrating all of the things that we do that provide us with something. As humans, you know, we're very natural to be self-critical and to be negative. We're kind of programmed that way. So Mm -hmm. it's a learning curve in terms of figuring out how you can take small steps and um, 
doing things like just figuring out, you know, one thing that went well today is a great way to start. Yeah, and I think it's something that everyone everyone can like apply no matter what kind of situation they're in. Um, so lastly, do you have any like additional thoughts or advice that you kind of want to give our listeners at home? Yeah, I think one more piece that I want to talk about is just having self-compassion for yourself. So um, I think we don't realize, you know, how much we've done in terms of being resilient with this pandemic, you know, functioning at work, functioning at school, like give yourself a little bit of self-love and recognition that you're handling it incredibly well. You know, no one has dealt with this level of pandemic before. So um, saying kind things to yourself is, is really important. Um, and then too, it's, it's really just connecting with some of those resources, right? So I think sometimes we think, oh, like, you know, I, I'm not the right fit for that or I shouldn't go to counseling, but let me tell you, as like an occupational therapist, I'd be happy to go see, you know, another healthcare professional because we all deal with mental health issues and um, there's no shame kind of in seeking additional support, no matter what level you're at, you know, whether you're the CEO of a, of a company or whether you're a student, we all deal with these types of challenges. So, you know, figure out what works for you by trying different things and um, you're also the expert of your own life, so kind of trust yourself. Amazing. Yeah, that is awesome. I know, especially kind of the whole mental health, like stigma against trying to go get help, especially now, it's more like it's as important as ever to realize like you really can kind of, you, there's resources out there and you're never really just on your own coping with any situation. And like, if you can take, you know, if you're comfortable just talking to your friend about it, that is a huge step in itself. And it's very likely that your friend has also experienced the same thing and can relate to you. So, um, you know, do what you're comfortable doing. And um, I think that's, that's going to lead you in the right direction in terms of supporting your own well-being. Amazing. Well, Thank you so much for your insight and all your advice. Um, we definitely find ways to put these methods into practice in our day-to-day. -day. I know it's nothing like it won't, it's not easy to just, you know, try to reshift the way you think. And it's not easy to kind of admit that maybe you want to talk to somebody. But, um, you know, like we said, there's resources out there and there's people who want to relate to you, people who want to help you. So. Thank you so much for spending the time coming on here to talk with us and working with us. Um, we hope you have a really great day. Thanks for, thanks for coming. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. We hope that Bendia's advice was helpful to both our guests and anyone else out there listening. Please continue to stay safe, stay home, and follow the City of Toronto safety measures like social distancing, wearing masks, and so forth. This is actually our final episode of COVID Conversations. We appreciate you all tuning in and hope we were able to provide you with relevant messaging, stories, and advice. Make sure to subscribe to the Centennial College Podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. 